four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm Tanner and joining me today is Order Up, Eric. What up? Are you still looking at the menu, Jake? Hey there, hi there, ho there. And he'll always take your side of coleslaw, Brock. Why does no one else like coleslaw? This is straight from our real lives. Whenever we go out and everyone's like, ew, coleslaw, I'm like, give me all of that, please. Wait, people don't like coleslaw? Yeah. Coleslaw's amazing. The good half of this podcast, apparently. All, all of our, all of my friends, whenever we, well, I say go, went out two years ago, <laughs> would be like, ew, this comes with coleslaw. Really? Coleslaw's the best. I got a lot of free coleslaw, okay, not going to so lie. I guess saying like it's gross is maybe an, over, an overstating it, but it's like really mayonnaise heavy. None of the stuff in it has a lot of flavor. Like... Maybe you just never had good coleslaw. Yeah, because I've been to places and had coleslaw, and it's been like what you're describing, and that's gross. But I've been to other places that has like you have to have good coleslaw. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Well, having yeah. never had good coleslaw uh, in all of my experiences with bad coleslaw, I don't ever care to have it again. I don't like. It's not like I'm not motivated at this point in my life. To have good coleslaw. And anyway, uh, <laughs> this, as you may have guessed, is our all coleslaw episode of Main Street yes, Music. Yeah, I was just <laughs> thinking that. Like, what a great intro. Let's just talk about coleslaw. Oh, and by the way, the gentleman who gave the introductions is named Tanner. <laughs> I said my name. Oh, I wasn't sure if I cut you off before you had the chance. <laughs> no, he said it first. So far, the only person who has failed to introduce themselves during an episode is Brock. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least twice. And he said, and yeah. I'm coleslaw. <laughs> I just get so excited, gang. Okay, and and what are you excited about? <laughs> I'm excited about Main Street Musings. I meant, what's the rest, What's the episode today? Somebody, somebody say it. <laughs> oh, this restaurant is about... This restaurant is about episodes. <laughs> Our poor audience. Nice. Uh, yes. Nice. Like, like, like Tanner tried to say, this is an episode all about new restaurants that we're going to pitch that we'd like to see added to the parks. We actually have gotten a lot of requests to do a restaurant episode. It's something I think we've always wanted to do. It's just we we always had other like ride ideas that we put into episodes. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're finally getting around to it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we've mentioned it. We have certainly pitched restaurants in the past, just not necessarily yeah, in, in lightning rounds. And we did do that the the stage and theater episode. I think ended up turning into a dinner theater, yes. so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I pitched a restaurant in Atlantis. I think a couple others were pitched throughout. Um, but I think it's really exciting that we're going to have a dedicated episode. Yes, so absolutely. Let's not forget the the Hades Lounge, the most talked about. Oh, of Single course. thing in any episode ever. we've done. <laughs> the most referenced <laughs> fictional location ever. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be fun. I like food. I like restaurants. It should be Me good. Me too. All right. And I can't wait to discuss the hours of operation <laughs> and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to uh, discuss seating occupancy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scheduling the wait staff. <laughs> 
All right, well, let's get into it, boys. Um, yeah. I will be kicking it off for us today. All right. Uh, so my restaurant is uh, themed after everybody's favorite orangutan, Mr. King Louie. All right. Nice. Uh, from the Jungle Book series. Uh, drawing a very small amount of inspiration from the fact that he runs like a aviators club in uh, Ducktail or, or not Ducktails Tailspin, Tailspin, which is amazing. Ah, also okay. super random that he's there. It's because like <laughs> there's Blue from Jungle Book, and then like he's the guy who runs the bar, and then Shere Khan shows up in like one episode in a suit. And it's like Tailspin is a bonkers show, but it's so good. <laughs> anyway, that's my little aside. Pro Tailspin. Uh, it's not going to be like the Tailspin restaurant, but it, it, it draws some inspiration from there. I want it to be uh, King Louis' uh, Tiki Bar slash Jazz Lounge. Uh, so Ooh. Uh, it's got that a, a sort of a rainforest cafe feel on like the decor. We're in a jungle. There's lots of like wooden bamboo kind of structures that are holding everything up like a tiki bar might, a lot of uh, that kind of palm frondage. Uh, but p- pulling from King Louis's sort of suave jeu de vivre, um, the, the live performance music would be featured, would be like a jazz band kind of stuff. And I uh, envision sort of two sections to the restaurant. There's like a, a lounge that's mostly cocktails, uh, appetizers, you know, that, that kind of feel to it. And then attached, uh, and that's kind of the jazz lounge section, uh, which is okay. more adulty, but obviously like kids can hang out there. They can get their Shirley Temples and their virgin pina coladas and stuff and sip on those, make them feel um, fancy. I'm- I'm sorry. What about uh, drinking Shirley Temples makes one a kid? Nothing. I get them all the time. Uh, yes, so do I. <laughs> they're really good. It just feels awkward at a restaurant sometimes to be 32 and be like, hey, I'd like a Shirley Temple. I almost just I asked you for like a Sprite with Grenadine. And then... Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> you got to own it, Eric. Yeah, no. Just stand up and shout it as loud as you can. Uh, the second section would be the more fully operate, like family... This is this is a restaurant um, kind of section, and that would be fully immersed in the jungle uh, alongside of it. Um, and I kind of see the jazz lounge as like a lagoon of the jungle. Uh, we have maybe an animatronic of Louie wearing some sunglasses, uh, introducing people, um, stuff like that. Nice. I envision this in more of a downtown Disney, Disney Springs location than I do within the confines of the park themselves. Gotcha. Um, I know that there's a rainforest in both Disney Springs and downtown Disney. So I don't want there to, be, I'd want them to be separated by some it's j- the aesthetics would be very different once we get down to talking about it, but that's just an entrance point into this sort of is sort of what it feels like, right? Well, I mean, we're talking Disney. We're talking themed restaurants. I mean, it's all going to be within that same oeuvre. Yeah. Uh, Disney does themed restaurants better than anyone, and I think Rainforest Cafe is really the only semi-successful one outside of Disney. Yeah. So I think, you know, you're going to get that, and I don't think that's going to be an issue. Cool. So that's my pitch. Louis is... Uh 
uh, Tiki Bar, Jazz Lounge, Family Restaurant. All right. I like it. Very cool. I like it too, Jake. Uh, next Next up, we got Tanner. Okay. So for my restaurant, I'm not going to be taking inspiration from a classic Disney film. Instead, I will be trying to add something on to my favorite Disney ride. We're going to be adding a restaurant to the Tower of Terror. Hmm. So we are talking about the Hollywood Hotel is going to be getting a brand brand new restaurant. Uh, I want to keep some of the same strong aesthetics that are in the line queue of like this beautiful, glamorous 1930s Hollywood Hotel that's all of a sudden just vanquished and appears empty. I'm picturing we'll have an indoor dining area and then an outdoor dining area. I'd love to keep up with like things just look like they disappeared suddenly. Chess games is unfinished. I'd love for there to be like a dusty string quartets instruments just on, on a blank stage. <laughs> so we're mixing like this nice glamour with the cool, I find relaxing theming of the Tower of Terror with like that haunting 1930s jazz music. I see Eric's face. I'm talking about up into the queue and stuff. Okay. I find very relaxing. Not the ride itself. Although, sidetrack, I find that feeling of that drop in your stomach very smooth, very soothing. <laughs> so, but I'm thinking more just like that walkway up with like the overgrown plants and a little sure, bit yeah. of mist and everything like that, I think would be a super cool area to just create a restaurant so that's my pitch and that's like part of like the 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 draw to noir theming is that it brings Mm -hmm. you in and it feels very chill and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it's not i love i think that's great yeah thank you all right you know, I'm going to let the Gabberts choose amongst themselves. No, I'm kidding. That would take fucking forever. Jake, you're yeah. up next. Why? <laughs> we have a system, man. We'll make them fight. <laughs> yeah, the system's called Eric Decides. I mean, yeah, really. rolls a pyramidal object. Once yes. we're doing this in person again, we can keep him straight. every time. Yes, for the we know, Eric. Round. We know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> So who's up? I didn't hear after all that. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So my restaurant is kind of inspired from an old Disney idea that never came to be. And that was the Muppet restaurant. It was called Gonzo's Pandemonium Pizza Parlor or something along those lines, Um, which never got built. And instead, we got the Lamo Pizza Planet that sucked. And then that got rethemed recently as Pizza Rizzo to kind of be more like the Muppets, but it doesn't have any of the original cool stuff. Um, so this original restaurant was going to have like Muppet animatronics and all kinds of crazy things going on in the restaurant. It was supposed to be like Gonzo owned it. Um, I kind of want to bring that back and explore some of the stuff we could do with it. I want to talk about maybe the Swedish chef uh, is involved and we can hear or see him maybe on a video screen. It looks like we're looking into the kitchen and seeing him cooking. I want random conveyor belts around bringing food kind of like I've seen in some like Japanese restaurants. They have those conveyor belts that go around with food on them. But maybe we have like animatronics of Rizzo or something like cranking the handle to make it look like he's controlling them and just all kinds of wacky, crazy Muppet fun. And I also think it might be cool if there was a stage and maybe the Muppets 
I don't know if it would be animatronics. I don't want it to be like a Chuck E. Cheese, you know, where they're on the stage You've performing. But it would be me. cool if there was a... <laughs> <laughs> nothing is... No, no, no. Nothing is Chuck E. Cheese. I'm just saying Disney is a higher quality than, than Charles Entertainment Cheese. Um, and I was thinking it might be fun to have some sort of, yes, yes. his name is Charles entertainment (laughs) cheese, 32 years and 200 and something days. And here we are. Yep. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So much, I uh, remember on Defunct Land, that was pretty big news when everybody, when that kind of, he kind of made that a well-known fact, but I actually remember reading that in an uncle John's bathroom reader when I was like eight years old. <laughs> You guys remember those books? They're yeah. great. Anyway, that's my pitch. Muppets, restaurant, crazy wacky fun, as Brock would say. I think sounds great. Next up, we have the uh, last, but certainly not least, Brock Gabbard. All right. So my pitch uh, is going to be based on a classic Disney film and kind of a, it's kind of pop culture iconic even beyond Disney, which is going to be Alice in Wonderland. Um, I'd like to create uh, a Wonderland-themed restaurant. I think it'd be neat to divide it into different areas, uh, much like the Be Our Guest restaurant in Fantasyland. Uh, So those areas would be the tea room, which would essentially be uh, the mad tea party scene from the film. Uh, everything is wild, crazy. You're having tea with the with the Mad Hatter and the March Hare. Uh, there'd be mismatched chairs. All the furniture would look different and be strange shapes. The mm-hmm. tableware would all be mismatched. Uh, there'd be giant hats and teacups and tea cakes throughout the area. Uh, the second area would be the Court of Hearts, which would be the royal court of the Queen of Hearts. Uh, we'd get a lot of playing card aesthetic, those flamingos, lots of fun topiary hedges, uh, much like in the movie. And the third would be the gardens, uh, which would sort of be the the exterior, the, the just wandering around Wonderland that you see in the movie uh, with those strange psychotropic colors. Uh, there'd be giant mushrooms, the, the flowers from the movie. I think it'd be fun to have animatronics of those, as well as the caterpillar on top of the mushroom. Yeah. Uh, I think another fun aesthetic touch would be uh, throughout the time you were there, you see the Cheshire Cat smile appearing and disappearing in different places all over the restaurant. Um, And I think this would be a perfect restaurant to have some English-inspired food. You have tea, finger sandwiches. uh, You can have, like, Cornish game hens, all that kind of, like, small fowl that they did in the time. It's all going to be... Which Eric is making a face. I don't know if he's ever had Cornish game hen, but Cornish it's game good amazing. as hell. But we, I think we'll we'll get there when you just like when you're saying English food forward. I'm like, <laughs> I have thoughts. <laughs> we'll get there later. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah, yeah, no, Cornish the good, the good stuff. Yeah, there is the good, good stuff. English food. But what, like when you the my initial reaction is like we're gonna do it like the UK and I'm like oh blah, like <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stuff the classy stuff from that era the Jane Austen kind of like we you have know. to eat Jane Austen books yeah you have to eat Jane Austen <laughs> I said books whoa, whoa you said books <laughs> I didn't hear him say books <laughs> okay Army Hammer let's yeah. <laughs> 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 Take it uh, easy, <laughs> Lone Ranger. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is my pitch. Cool. cool. Very, very cool. Neat. 
Again, I feel like everybody's bringing it recently, and I, d- I don't like it. It I makes my like brain it. hurt. I, I have like a none. question for Jake. <laughs> what was that? I have a question for Jake, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're just driving right in. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to fire Rizzo from his restaurant and evict him so you can make him work a conveyor belt at a different restaurant? Absolutely, yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, what do you say now? He, he had gumption. He stuck with He stuck yeah. by it. He owned it. This is a good answer. Okay, <laughs> I have, good answer. Good I have answer. one question for all three of you, which, uh, what kind of food are you all serving? Oh, for sure. I didn't know if this was something that we were going to be discussing. Yeah, it's uh, a restaurant. Why not? The, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think of, of mine as uh, sort of a higher-end uh, American. So, like, uh, for, like, appetizers, we're looking at, like, calamari. Um, like, the... You ever get those, like, fancy f***ing uh, pizza bite things at Hot Cat? No, I haven't. Uh, they're so good. The pe- like the meathead pizza rolls. Oh, they're amazing. Hopcat, um, give us money. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> For everybody not in West Michigan. Um, so yeah, like upper end American for me. Cool. Tanner, you want to go next? Mine is. I'm thinking. I want some upper end American options, but I also want to since we're going to be in the parks. Provide some lighter options. I kind of took the uh, approach of looking at like the Plaza restaurant in a uh, main in a uh, Magic Kingdom, where mm-hmm. you do have some nicer options, but you also have a lot of things like light sandwiches to keep things light for people who are going to be in a park, especially one that involves a giant drop tower ride that people would possibly get on right after boarding our <laughs> after eating at <laughs> <Right>. a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I think it would be kind of, again, you want to stick with foods that people are going to be comfortable having, but I think it would be kind of fun if uh, the Muppet restaurant was kind of a hodgepodge of different foods and ethnicities and stuff. Just like the Muppets are just like anything they think would be good. They just like threw at this menu. Um, like and maybe Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe um, maybe some of the dishes are themed. Like maybe we could have like New Zealand's, you know, fish and chips or something like that. Or it's kind of themed to him. And I think the presentation of the food, too, if we could make it look wacky or cartoony in some way, but still appealing. Um, I don't know. We could talk about how that would be, but that just might be fun to explore. All right. Brock? Same question. English I food, nasty ones. That. Oh, that's Soggy right, English food. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't um, want it to be true, so I'm asking again. <laughs> Have you reconsidered? <laughs> it can be good. There's yeah, good stuff. Tanner, No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Tanner, I have a question for you. Um, yes, sir. Is there... Uh, I I think your idea is incredible. Is there room to incorporate it into the attraction itself? Because I feel like either somewhere to like view the like to get a view of that either while you are like on the ride or in the queue, I think would be super cool. 
an elevated I've looked, experience? I think it would be cool to kind of restructure at least the uh, queue line to where they're near each other, so you can kind of see where that the entrance way to go to like sure. maybe a back terrace of it works. There's so much mechanical stuff in the building itself that I felt like it would be an uncomfortable yeah. like to build in the existing building. So I was thinking in the back, you add this on. But with that said, you can knock out the back wall of some of it and kind of give peaks into what's yeah. going on behind. Yeah, peaks is kind of what I'm thinking. But. That being said, isn't the whole story of the queue that this is a abandoned hotel and there's not a trace of life here? So if you turn a corner and you just see like a family from <laughs> well, Iowa eating yeah. chicken fingers. Like. I think it'd be kind of eerie. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, what Tanner's saying, like, very small peaks. Like, you see a waiter, like, go through a yeah. door. Right? Like, things like that. And you're like, well, what was that? There's not supposed to be anybody here kind of thing. Might be interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think gotcha. seeing employees, like, in the back might be fun. Because, I mean, to be fair, you also see a bunch of bellhops that aren't... <laughs> Technically, if it was abandoned, would be there either. Yeah, but I, I still feel like those, you know, are part of the story. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I'm not sold either way. I think that's something we could really hammer out because my initial thought was to kind of still keep it like where you're not seeing as much of people right. around. But I also think there's merit to both. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for Tanner. Yes. So the queue of the of the Tower of Terror is kind of what you're inspired by, right? Yes. So that's all dusty and full of yeah. cobwebs. And do you think there's a possibility that would put people <laughs> off of their food? <laughs> well, I think you keep the tables clean, right? Well, yeah, but obviously like the windows you keep the and tables stuff. clean. I mean, people aren't dumb, so they'll know what it looks like. I Have you met people? I work <laughs> retail. People are dumb. <laughs> I don't think it's any more off-putting than eating in, say, a jungle rainstorm. All right. Cool. I do, but all right. <laughs> and well, Eric, I, I think have a English people are off-putting, and that's your whole theme. <laughs> that's so. true. That is true. English people. <laughs> no. um, Eric, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so King Louis, you said like an animatronic. This is his place. Will he constantly be pressuring guests into teaching him how to make fire? <laughs> Not in, in my. He'll be a little more welcoming. This is. This is Louis post his discovery of how to make fire. Gotcha. Uh, I do imagine him inviting people up onto the stage, right? So, like, there's, like, an animatronic or something that represents him, but, like, a live person who controls his voice, I think would be really interesting. Oh, kind of like the the Mr. Potato Head animatronic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he can, like, try and bring up, you know... Like kids to like, hey, uh, you know, come up and dance with them and swing on the jazz yeah. or whatever. And I think that would be super fun. So in yeah. that sense, he will interact with the audience. Yeah. Sorry, just so is are just so I understand. Are you thinking like Mr. Potato Head, where it's like pre-programmed responses that somebody chooses, or more like Turtle Talk with Crush, where it's somebody in another room with a microphone, like doing the voice? Uh, my initial impression is more like Turtle Talk with Crush. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, and it depends. I, I, I'm not up on how animatronics. Like, I'm, I'm sure they can do incredible things, but I, I guess yeah. in my head when I was designing it, I was thinking closer to like an Audrey two uh, puppet work than yeah. I was necessarily like an animatronic. Um, the greatest puppet of all time. 
Um, but we could look into what an animatronic version of that would look like, or a puppet, you know, if we get in there, figure out which one's better based on what's sure. uh, available to us now. Uh, All right. So, uh, quick question for Jake. You mentioned uh, briefly like a cartoon feel to the food. What are your initial thoughts on what that would look like? Because I want to, I want to be able. I'm to just see thinking. It. Yeah, I'm just thinking. It, like, if not necessarily cartoon, maybe that was the wrong word to use. But like, lots of bright colors. Maybe the plates are wacky shapes and wacky colors. Maybe if you get a pizza, the pepperoni is in like. Maybe it's not round pepperoni. Maybe they're like square or triangle, or maybe the pepperoni is arranged in the shape of Gonzo or Kermit or just little things like that, sure. you know, or maybe like if you get the burger, you know, how sometimes you go to a, a restaurant um, and they might have a brand on the bun, like they'll brand their logo onto yeah, the yeah. bun. Maybe like there's Disney like a World. brand of, you know, do they do it at Disney? They do it on some of the burgers. They brand a big old Mickey Mouse head on it. <laughs> All right, cool. So maybe we do like some sort of Muppet brand, you know. No. Um, that's the kind of stuff I was thinking. Right. Cool. Brock, are you worried all the beheadings may put your guest off from eating dinner there? We're painting the roses red. Do you have a white queen or a red queen just <laughs> screaming off with their heads the whole time? Uh, no. no. Oh. Is my answer <laughs> is is no. You don't have like you don't have like a very and this is a pretty English dish by the way like a boar's head. You don't have like boars being chopped live in front of your audience like a red lobster lobster. And interesting, having it say interesting. Off with your head. Interesting. Wait, would you get to go pick your boar yeah, you out of the pen? Boar. It's dead. It's not alive. You still name it, but it's not alive. And, and then, then you, you shout off with its head. Yeah, and then you watch yeah. it get guillotine. See, I, I know what's going to happen here, which is in the voting. Yeah, Everyone's going to be like, up your Brock, ass. why did you suggest <laughs> killing boars in the restaurant? I won't vote for yours now. <laughs> the answer is no. I'm just saying boars is a very English d- dinner, and you could incorporate it thematically. That's all I'm saying. Will you be serving boar's head regardless of whether the no. boars are slaughtered? <laughs> I will not be serving boar's head. <laughs> I don't want any visible animal heads in a child's theme park restaurant. <laughs> oh, Brock, I cannot remember. Did you say where you'd have yours located? I didn't. Um, so I think Fantasyland would obviously be a good choice. That being said, it does have a similar type of restaurant in Be Our Guest. Uh I still think Fantasyland is going to be the best bet. Perhaps put it in Disneyland, where Be Our Guest isn't. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, if you if we're trying to get logistical and there's just not space in Fantasyland, I do think it'd be a fun way to expand the England Pavilion in Epcot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, since we're just fucking throwing IP into yeah. World Showcase now. But, like, at least Alice in Wonderland <laughs> is, like... Important to English culture, unlike all the other IP we're, they're throwing everywhere. Right. The guy who wrote it right. was a creeper, right? Or is that somebody else? I think that was. I think you're thinking of J.M. Barry. Mm, yeah. 
Um, of jam bears? I think, I think I think Lewis Carroll, there is a few like allegations, but I don't I think they were never proven. Cool. I think Lewis Carroll was a weird ass guy. Right. I as don't know. Yeah, I think he I think for him it was more drugs. Oh yeah, yeah for was, sure. Yeah, yeah, he was he was more into like opiates. Love and drugs stuff. also explains a lot of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus it was all like allegories and stuff. Yeah. We ready to vote? Yeah, I think I'm Trump ready to vote. That's the part where we vote. Great, Jake, you volunteered to go first. Okay. Um, well, good segue. I am absolutely in love with this uh, fantastical Wonderland idea. And in fact, I was having an idea for a Wonderland restaurant, and I went to write it on the sheet, and I saw that Brock had already written it on the sheet. <laughs> and Brock's idea is way better than what I had originally imagined. So I'm going to have to vote for Brock's Alice in Wonderland restaurant. Beans, Brackalaka. This is tough. Um, this is a really tough one because they're all. They, I, I've got some. There's. I've got some great options in front of me. I think. What can I fix? <laughs> My dirty ass restaurant's the answer to that. <laughs> uh, ooh, I think I'm gonna go Muppets just because. I mean, they're the Muppets, and I love talking about the Muppets. Cool. Okay. Sienna. Cool. I am going to Sienna. vote for King Louis because I'm a sucker for any sort of place that reminds me of the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I was very tempted to go with the tower. Um. <sighs> so, this is going to sound like a strange criticism. Uh, it's it's not a criticism at all. It's actually something I really love about it. I feel the the correct scope of your idea, Brock, is bigger than a restaurant in terms of like. The, the Wonderland, what I see of, like, the three fully fleshed out Wonderland zones, I view, like, one of them as a restaurant, and other than, like, I'm when I see it in my head, it's this giant complex, like, a full Wonderland experience. I think, Eric, you might be over-imagining it, because I didn't get that vibe at all. I was kind of thinking more like Be Our Guest, which has three separate dining rooms. I've never been in Be Our Guest, so I don't have that perspective. Well, I haven't either, but I've watched lots of like video walkthroughs of it and stuff, and it's literally just three big dining rooms, and each one has its own specific theme. Yeah, that is more what I was going for. Okay, well, Jake, you're... I'm- so it's almost I like imagine like Rainforest like, Cafe, I'm but like vote for three. Yours, now you're trying to get me to vote for Brock's, and I don't understand. Oh, thanks, Eric. <laughs> I I was just trying to, to defend Brock. I don't do ties anymore. I'll, T. I'll keep my mouth shut. Sorry, coward. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you coward. Yeah, fine, fine. I will go with my gut instinct, and I will go with the Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, who's going to change their vote? Ugh, God, no roll. Can't believe I bullied I had to change my vote this. last time. You did. You actually did bully me into it. Um. Eric Hand and Marty McFly are very similar in that if you <laughs> call them scared or a chicken, they will <laughs> do whatever you want. All right. Brock, you have to change your vote. 
Um, okay. I, in that case, I will vote for King Louis. Well, that's Aladdin. But thank you. I was trying to do a horn. Well done. Thank you. Eric, you really ruined us being able to cheer for you with that. Did I? I'm sorry. Yeah, you did a pretty much a womp 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 for yourself. <laughs> it was like I was trying to do like the intro melody of like like the win it win it like from uh, never had a friend like me from Aladdin, and then I realized that had nothing to do with King Louis, so I stopped. Well, I'm surprised you didn't just insert him into that, like a tailspin. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So like I was saying, this is, uh, in my opinion, more of a downtown Disney or a Disney Springs attraction. Uh, Kind of offset. uh, Most of my perspective is downtown Disney. I have been to the Orlando version, but I don't know it nearly as well. I don't know the layout. And it's changed a lot, I think, probably since you've been there last yeah, 2004, something like that. So it's probably been quite the, the makeover since then. Um, there's a section of downtown Disney that has like a hard rock cafe and a couple things that are like lifted in like a two story kind of plaza. I think, I think be, you're thinking of a uh, planet Hollywood, but yeah. No, it's a hard rock. It's, I've seen shows there. Uh, so I saw a motor. Oh, are you there. talking about Disneyland? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I thought you were back. You were back on Disney World. This yeah, is no, sorry. Eric, Continue. the Californian speaking. <laughs> I thought he had said Disney World. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, um, so yeah, so the, there's kind of this terrace that has uh, a bunch of cool restaurants and clubs that are sort of lifted, like two stories of them. I think this would be a cool one to have on one of the bottom stories. There, this is sort of like stretches out into like the there's like a movie theater and AMC on one side. And like a Lego store over there, so kind of on that side over there, by that. Cool. Um, uh, operating hours eleven to ten strictly. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> we all know we're gonna figure that one out together. Um, oh yeah. Also, Eric. Side note: They closed the Rainforest Cafe at the Downtown Disney there, so it is perfect. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to compete. I know you said it's not the same, right? Uh, aesthetically, but. You're the only jungle-themed restaurant in town now. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I think it'd be kind of fun even maybe if it occupied two stories, both stories of one of those buildings. We have the upper floor kind of be the jungle leading us uh, into the family-style restaurant and then go downstairs into the lagoon where it's more of the jazz lounge feel. Um, like I was saying, probably... Mid to upper tier American food, sandwiches, salads, uh, things that have that kind of California joie de vivre. It's the second time I've used joie de vivre today. Um, Honestly, this time was a lot smoother on the pronunciation, so hats off to you, buddy. I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, vegan options, gluten-free options, it's going to be a big deal in that kind of thing. Um, And then the upper, the lower portion of, like I said, focus more on like a lounge feel to it. So it'll be set mm-hmm. up like a cocktail, like a like a like a cocktail bar, um, and that's where you can have some alcoholic beverages and watch some live jazz and have a there's a, a dancing space out there, and that would be full of like a lot of blue tones, bluish kind of uh, 
feel to it, nice and cool, and have like a mist effect that sort of almost feels like a smoke uh, kind of wrapping around you as you're in the jungle jungle swamps. Can I make a couple suggestions here? Absolutely. Uh, one, I, I, I'm sure this is what you mean, but it hasn't been outright said. I think this really needs to be uh, the way to distinguish it from Rainforest Cafe and make it its own cool, interesting thing is to really focus on the fact that King Louis lives in those ancient temples. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, which I assumed you meant. But also, I think this would be better suited to Animal Kingdom. In Asia, yeah, I was I was kind of thinking it would be a good Animal Kingdom fit myself. Okay, I am up for um, whatever wherever you that guys it would kind of blend into the park in a really beautiful way. Um, and then, like, if you are sitting on an out in a terrace or a you know kind of a balcony area out in a lounge, uh, you're surrounded by this actual wildlife, like the actual trees. You can maybe look out and see the tigers. Uh, yeah. you know. I love yeah. that. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's an excellent idea. Because um, I'm looking at pictures of the ruins right now, and by golly, it looks like a lot of things straight out of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, and I love the, the, the refocus into the ruins of where he lives more than the jungle feel of it. Uh, that is probably just the hundreds of times I've been... Uh, hundreds... Like ten, Thousands. twelve. Times. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> Probably more than I have fingers. Times I've been to the Rainforest Cafe, uh, <laughs> influencing like what I view like of that kind of restaurant, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. But I do, it's particularly the one in Disneyland had a lot of ru- like Mayan ruiny things going on there too. Uh, so yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Shifting it to Animal Kingdom, I love the idea of like being able to see. Uh, the live animals uh, around we can um, yeah tigers uh, big cats I think would be kind of fun um, uh, also I would say um, you were talking about a King Louis animatronic I think a perfect thing to do would uh, in the movie he has that really cool ornate stone throne that he sits on mm-hmm. have him sitting on that uh, you know and kind of interacting with the people who walk past and maybe it's like up on a bit of a plinth um yeah yeah i think that'd be sweet uh what do you guys think in terms of uh mechanical versus puppetry um well mechanical would be able to be there 24 7 puppetry it's only going to be out at certain times more like a dinner show yeah and it's also not going to look as real sure and it's usually going to need a few people to operate so i would definitely say animatronic so yeah i mean it depends on which way you want to lean because puppetry would be fine but again that might be more for like a dinner show like with a set schedule where we're going to do a show at eight a show at ten you know um, cause you also wouldn't want to be there if he's not there. Yeah, right. No, I, I, you know. I view him as omnipresent for sure. Yeah. Um, I think we all view King Louis as omnipresent in our own <laughs> lives. I close my eyes and he's there gently scatting me to sleep. Why is he pooping on you? <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I saw their faces. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the high road on this one. Scatting you to sleep. 
Well, and, like, if you watch, like, the Imagineering story and stuff, the, like, realism they can get with those uh, animatronics, like, facial Yeah, especially stuff, nowadays. Oh, yeah, It would be super cool, even if it was, like, mic'd up to a person. I feel like there's a way to, con- in our blue sky, control that so it's, like, lip syncing yeah. lip sync well, perfectly and, and to with, that. With King Louie, too, he's got, because he's the orangutan, orangutan or i'm not sure how to pronounce that word he's got almost like the, like the muzzle almost like beak mm-hmm. so even if you just had that kind of flapping yeah. it doesn't have to necessarily yeah. be completely articulate and it would still be believable 100 mm-hmm. percent. Oh, yeah i think that's great uh, and i'm sure you could program it to open whilst like a controller was talking right I think that'd be cool. <laughs> oh yeah absolutely and then it, like you don't always have to have the controller but that can be something that comes in for fun uh, fun interaction specific times, and then maybe just have yeah. like a set script that he goes through at, at <laughs> most points of the day. Right. I think that's fine. Right. And just, you know, little side jokes where he could just kind of point at certain people. And um, like I know when you go see uh, Turtle Talk with Crush, he refers to the kids as the little dudes. Yeah. And then when he describes the kid, like when I saw him, he said the little dude with the striped shell, referring to the kid's striped shirt. You know, just like fun little things like that that would kind of fit into his his slang and vocabulary. Well, he'd probably call kids man cub. Yeah, exactly. The little man cub with the with the blue loincloth. Like I don't know. <laughs> with the blue pelt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would I think that would be cool. And um do you have thoughts, Eric? I, I can't remember if you said it or not, about Baloo or Bagheera making a cameo appearance at any point in the restaurant. I had that mentioned. I would love that for that to be the case. Um, uh you know how Bagheera kinda lays on the branch, like lazily flicking his tail. That's what I was picturing. Like maybe he's you see him just like somewhere up high and yeah. every now and then he just kinda rolls his eyes at the stuff that's going on. Yeah. Or you see him just kinda like putting his head in his hands like he does, like, Oh, I can't believe yeah. this is happening. It would also be kinda like, cool. Oh. Oh no, please finish. I was gonna say it'd be kinda cool to like subtly have Ka yeah. wrapped up somewhere. Ooh. Yeah. Or have Ka drop down on unsuspecting tables and scare the <laughs> shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think now that we've moved into Animal Kingdom, I'm much more Just like lined up with the idea of leaning into like the Jungle Book, the Jungle Book, mm-hmm. right? Um, as opposed to just like a, a jazz lounge that is semi jungle. I think, yeah, I think that leaning fully into that Jungle Book thing could be fun, and we could use. Uh, some like Bagheera and Baloo animatronics to even like sing some jazz tunes. I think that would be kind of fun too. I think Bagheera yeah. would be a sultry ass jazz singer. You know what I'm saying? Bagheera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, he'd yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah. I am just picturing them singing old jazz standards though, and that's <laughs> that's very fun. Yeah, it is. It's well, and I do have to say, I absolutely love Phil Harris's voice. Yeah. Like, just what a great voice. <laughs> Shamey's dead. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Are we going to talk about the necromancy required to get him back on this project? Or like, For Phil Harris? Yeah, yeah, worth it. <laughs> um, along your lines, though, Eric, you're talking about this being a jazz club. I, I kind of think that would work with the story. Like, this takes place after the events of Jungle Book and all the characters. It's like, now that Man Cub's gone, they don't really have any reason to hate each other anymore. 
you know, King Louis not trying to get fire from him anymore. So I don't see why they wouldn't just be hanging out yeah, together. Absolutely. I also like you know? the idea that the reason King Louis was trying to get fire was so he could open a restaurant where he could cook food. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole. That was his whole reason for wanting yeah. fire. <laughs> and, and like, we could even like make Baloo the centerpiece of the top level. That's a little more family friendly, right? Like that could be Baloo's yeah. contribution to the to the the overall event and then King Louie has his lounge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Will Baloo be wearing his disguise, yay or nay? I was literally just thinking about that. I think nay. Because <laughs> they're friends now. He has the coconut on his face to simulate uh, the monkey no. snow. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with no. Yeah. We are not. <laughs> I had a feeling you would be against that. Even going to touch the potential for <laughs> that going sideways. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think just him, even just naked in the naked the day he was born. Big old bear is just fine, better than the coconut. Okay. Uh, All right. He could be wearing like a smock, which would be kind of fun, or like a, a chef's outfit, which would be cute as well. Like an apron? Yeah. Um, and I know that this isn't super important, but I do feel like it is sort of a staggered hours of operation where like you and you have like the, the top half opens up earlier, maybe serves breakfast and into lunch, right? That would be where you, you do go. your character dining. Yeah. Maybe you can do some character breakfasts or something. Yeah. And then as it hits like closer to the evening time, like four or five, the lounge might open up or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Though now that we're in Animal Kingdom and you can do animal like viewings, maybe that doesn't play as well because you'd be wanting to do that at any given point of the day. I mean, it's Disney. You can drink at 11 a.m. Like. <laughs> It opens up together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's I think in the parks. Jackie you know? and I went to the cantina at like 8 in the morning when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I am not enough of a, a morning person to, to get to like, let's go to, <laughs> to Galaxy's Edge at 730. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> I'm insane. <laughs> I hate mornings. I am not a morning person, but for Disney, I I would do it <laughs> and have. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I mean I am I'm not a fan of mornings, but I am a fan of getting up early so I can get my day started. Um, I think, as you guys know, that's usually I'm up and about by eight a.m. even on Saturday. Um, but especially at Disney, like I have never missed a rope drop. Yeah. If I'm going to the park for the day, I am there at rope drop. Usually about an hour before rope drop. Just waiting. We uh, We went to our, we went to Disney with our aunt once, Jake and I, our parents weren't able to go. And, uh, she was like, you know what? sleeping in. Tomorrow, we're just going to sleep in and, like, we'll, we'll maybe get to the parks, like, whenever we feel like, maybe around, like, three. And Jake and I were like, so we're going to wake up by ourselves and go to rope drop, right? Yeah, Brock and I were just, like, had, like, this panicked, like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, then I guess we're going to the parks without you then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like, and we you just know what? couldn't comprehend we that. We got to go on Toy Story <laughs> Midway Mania, and she didn't. We did. We did. Well, 
Way to brag to your aunt. If you're aunt. listening, love you, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bully your aunt on our podcast, dude. <laughs> we love you. I mean, she had a great time, too, but we win. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> it was a competition. Yes. Disney's always a competition. <laughs> so, anywho, back to the hours of operation. Yeah, of course. Eric, how are you feeling about your restaurant so far? Have we missed anything? I think it's cool. I was actually just about to ask that. I, I don't know if there's necessarily a ton else to talk about. Um, there would obviously be, like, specialty cocktails that we could theme towards the Jungle Book. Oh, of course. But, um, yeah. Yeah, as a sober person, I don't necessarily want to spend a ton of time in the minutia of the specialty cocktails. No. Yeah. I got gotcha. no. <laughs> yeah. And Jake and I don't drink, so we literally we have nothing to offer to anyway. All is that there's something right. bright and colorful themed to Ka's eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Ooh, That's cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Boom. I mean, what do you guys Lock think? Are you guys in. generally happy with, with where it ended up? Yeah, this is a cool restaurant, Eric. I I know you thought we were like super upset at the outcome looked, of the vote, but no, you you distraught. may recall when you pitched no, this, I was just thinking because as soon as as soon as this I one said, was voted for, really I was cool like, idea. Animal Kingdom, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> no, it says I think moving it to Animal Kingdom elevates the experience a lot. I think it's a cool like it was yeah. A, well, I really liked Brock's idea of being able to look out over the tigers. Yeah. You know, like from balconies or whatever. I that hadn't occurred to me until he said that. And I think that's a really cool. Are there any primates in it. Animal Kingdom? Yeah, there are. Yes. Yeah. So looking out over primates would also be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a uh, monkey enclosure. Yeah. Or just yeah. build it in the monkey enclosure. There you go. That seems safe. That does seem safe. <laughs> and I do love poop being thrown at my body. So does Brock. Yes. He, every time he thinks about we King know. Louis, he scats he him to says, sleep. Oh, him Jesus. Sleep. Jesus. <laughs> I said I would take the high road. Knew that I wouldn't eventually. <laughs> <laughs> he always comes back to the low road. <laughs> you just got to wait long enough. I'm excited. I think this is cool. Thanks for, for helping me flesh this out, guys. Thanks. Well, thanks Even for pitching it. It, it. it was a wild ride getting there. For my first win in 10 episodes, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> the real reason we needed to make sure this one went through. <laughs> I did notice I won last time, and so I was finally ahead of Eric, and then the world was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake, take us to the lightning round. All right, well, on that note, let's lightening it up. Crash, boom, bang, baby. Where are my sound effects, guys? Come on. Lightning round! All right. That wheel is a spinning and. All right. This is an IP of Disney that we have not yet talked about on this podcast. We're going to be doing a roller coaster. I think we all know what a roller coaster is. We don't need to cover that. And the Disney IP to theme that roller coaster to is Disney Nature. Disney nature being the branch of Disney (laughs) that isn't... I know, but I'm elaborating in case our audience doesn't. Brock, you did look confused. It is the branch of Disney that covers Disney's nature documentaries. Oh, nice. I believe one of their... They had one about elephants last year. I think there was one about chimps. This is the one where they killed all the lemurs in the 60s, right? It wasn't lemurs. It was lemmings. Lemmings, Lemmings, yeah. That's where the whole lemming thing came from. That's not actually a real thing. But yes, Disney nature, the roller coaster... What do we got? All right, Tanner's up first. 
All right, coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom, a new Disney nature-themed attraction called The Jaguar, a super-fast, high-speed roller coaster where we're going to be zipping around, attacking We Are the Predator, and everyone else is our prey. It's a high-velocity thrill ride, and we add some fucking animal shit, but mainly it's just exciting as all hell. But we'll put Disney nature on it, so the line will be short for the first (laughs) month until people realize how fucking sick it is. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like the marketing behind it, too. Nicely done, Tanner. <laughs> That's good. Disney uh, hasn't had a lot of those roller coasters where it just yells at you about how intense it is. We need one. Uh, I believe I did. Yeah. I believe I did a lot of yelling about how intense my art park was going to be. <laughs> Check out our New Year's episode. <laughs> All right, my roller coaster is the Flight of the Bumblebees. It's going to be one of those, you have your feet dangling coasters uh, that's going to be painted black and yellow, and we're going to be chasing some pollen across a a really sick, gnarly uh, inverted track. There's going to be uh, a couple loops, a couple corkscrews, uh, with the classic song Flight of the Bumblebees being played in your ears at all times. Thank you, that is my pitch. Nice. That would be pretty sweet, right? Um, Yeah. Brock. Okay, so my pitch is going to be based on... So my pitch is going to be based on the (laughs) Disney Springs film Dolphin, uh, the Disney nature film Dolphin Reef. Uh, So we are going to take the role of a dolphin or perhaps riding on a dolphin as we dart in and out and around uh, reefs, coral, anemones, seeing all of the beautiful nature around us. It's probably going to be like an enclosed video projection tunnel where it feels like we're underwater looking at these different ocean life, uh, all of the beautiful ocean flora and fauna. And going very fast. I think my favorite part of Brock's pitch was when he first was like saying the name of the dolphin yeah. film and everything, and I could clearly see Wikipedia reflected <laughs> in his glasses. Uh, excuse me, not Wikipedia. It's the Disney Nature website. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Jake. All right. So for my pitch, I'm going to kind of stay on theme with the rest of the episode. Disney Nature did a movie about chimpanzees. So I would like to take the roller coaster system that Disney talked about in the past. They're talking about maybe doing it for Spider-Man where you feel like you're swinging and your feet are dangling. And we're going to be swinging through the treetops with the chimpanzees. And we'll see chimpanzee animatronics around us as we head through the treetops and have a fun little adventure swinging and learning about chimps as we go. I think that'll be exciting. And it'll be narrated by somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Chris Pratt. I think the chimp movie was narrated by Tim Allen, no, but I couldn't remember, Pratt so I lost another, steam. Uh, theme park spot. Yeah. <laughs> good job on the lightning, guys. Those were all really good pitches. I don't think anybody really went off the rails. I think those were all. I mean, Tanner didn't give a ton of pitches. descriptive energy. I mean, a ton of like actual description, other than it's fucking sweet. It was good though. But it was a good. Presentation. It was. I like the idea of a jaguar coaster. Yeah. yeah. No. The, great the job all around. Is sick. I'm just saying. There was like seven <laughs> yeah. seconds. It was nice of to have like a twenty-three seconds of this was, is awesome. <laughs> it was nice to have a solid lightning round, especially when we were all so hesitant when we first heard Disney Nature. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It but, fit, like, roller coasters fit well to that theme. Like, get on a fucking wild day and yeah. go nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. Or as Brock would say, fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah. Brock, why don't you why don't you take us the fuck out of here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ubi Do, I wanna be like our Facebook, Jake. You mean fake Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. And Tanner, what I desire is man's red fire and also our Instagram. You desire main underscore street underscore musings. And I want to be a man, Eric, and stroll right into our Instagram. <laughs> Twitter. I always get those two. J- this is Jake's See, fault. He f***ed it anyway. This is Jake's fault. I was on a roll. What's our Twitter? At MSM underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Everyone, make sure to give us a five-star rating. Review us positively and tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast right There's now. not going to be any coleslaw at Eric's listen, restaurant. Listen, listen. I'm going to bring my own in, <laughs> so don't you worry about that. <laughs> There's going to be a coleslaw resistance building in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Viva la coleslaw! <laughs>